Hold on to your butts. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the Reviewed Movie Podcast. I am Ivan Kander, and as always, I am joined by my two handsome debonair co-hosts, Mike Morandi and Dave Glantz. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, hello gentlemen. gentlemen. Thank you for remembering my name. I almost said Mike Glantz <laughs> oh! and Dave Morandi. Which would have sounded like you're saying Mike, Mike Glantz. Glantz. I know, you <laughs> never name a Glantz Mike, basically. <laughs> So that could have been disastrous. Um, I, think and, it, I think it pretty much was. What just happened was pretty much a disaster. And this is the podcast where we talk about classic movies in a modern cinematic context. Uh, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the 1994 Jean de directed film, Speed. Um, before I get into the show, if this is the first time you are listening to us, you can find us on the web at reviewedpodcast.com, at facebook.com slash reviewedpodcast, and you can contact us at contact at reviewedpodcast.com. Dot com. So, without further ado, let's travel back to 1994 <laughs> while Mike pours whiskey <laughs> and take a look at a little movie called Speed. All right, gentlemen, what we have here are 13 passengers in an express elevator. Bomb's already taken out cables. Bomber wants $3 million or he blows the emergency brakes. Anything else that'll keep this elevator from falling? In the basement. He can strike anywhere. Anytime. Will the mystery guest please sign in? Why are they messing with me? Do they think I'm doing this for fun? <laughs> for LA cop Jack Traven. Tell me again, Harry. Why did I take this job? Oh, come on, 30 more years of this, you get a tiny pension on a cheap bull. Watch. Cool. The game began. Very exciting, Jack. <laughs> Some close calls, huh? When someone put the city of Los Angeles to the ultimate test. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? Okay, so, speed. Uh, it's a movie that uh, stars Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Whoa. What is wrong Never with me? Never mind, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. <laughs> and, Can't show this in England now. We cannot. <laughs> and it was directed by Jean de Bon, who was actually uh, rose to fame because he was a cinematographer in a lot of really big action movies in the eighties and nineties, like, uh, like Die Hard. Die Hard, and I believe famously. The Hunt for Red October as well. Yes. So he, he, that's kind of how he established himself. And this movie was a huge blockbuster when it came out. It was very successful financially. Um, and it kind of fit into the mode of Die Hard in a something. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is often referred to as Die Hard in a Bus. So after mm-hmm. Die Hard came out and was this huge success, there was a lot of other movies that tried to uh, piggyback on their, that success by putting our action hero in a confined and closed space and forcing him to go through various trials throughout the uh, course of the movie. Die Hard on a cruise ship, or not a cruise ship, Die Hard on a uh, battleship that would be under siege, Steven Seagal. Exactly. Die, die, hard, die hard in the bathroom. Die Hard was... uh, Die Hard the Pittsburgh Penguins game. That was uh, Sudden Death with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Die Hard on a Train which would be uh, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Oh, yes. Uh, Die Hard in a Phone Booth, which was Phone Booth oh, with uh, well, Ethan Hawke, I believe. Uh, eh, that, that was maybe. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Same guy, same close. guy. That's close. <laughs> and then the most, even most recently... We Die, had- Die Hard in a Casket Below the Sand, which was oh. buried. That terrible, <laughs> terrible movie with Ryan Reynolds. Who <laughs> oh dies hard in a casket in that movie. And then uh, mo- most recently there was... Um, White House Down, which is Die Hard in the White House. Oh, yeah. So These confined spaces are getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. But still, it's the idea that it's a localized geography. So mm. On to our review of Die Hard. No. <laughs> so in talking We're doing that today? <laughs> in discussing speed, um, I was actually listening to another podcast, God forbid, uh, last week. I was listening to um, 
uh, the Canon podcast with uh, Devin Faraci and mm-hmm. Amy Nicholson, and they were talking about uh, and. Devin Faraci said that he believes there are three pure types of cinema, like three forms that are purely cinematic. One is musicals, uh, the other is horror movies, mm-hmm. and the third is action movies. Mm-hmm. So, Dave. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is he correct? <laughs> Explain what you mean exactly by purely cinematic. Now, my assumption, what he's saying, is these are three forms that lend themselves to visual cinematic storytelling, more mm-hmm. so than any other right. types of films. So... Dave. You can't you can't uh, translate a horror movie to a it's book. Gonna, it's gonna it's gonna work best as a book, or it's an action action an action as a uh, as a it's the, as, a as a form of entertainment as a form of entertainment is gonna work best as a uh, as a movie. Exactly. Right. So that's what he's suggesting. So, Dave, is speed the most pure form of cinema that has ever been created? No, it's not the most. Pure oh, Dave, form come on, of come on, Dave, commit. You're Commit just, to it. You're come just on. gonna totally cast no, me down. No, I'm so you're okay. saying they're wrong. You're saying that podcast doesn't know what it's doing. No, Essentially. It's not the, no, I'm. I, I, of course, it's not the most pure <laughs> form of cinema. It's a trick question. You're correct, you're but correct. I guess I'm getting to go first today mm-hmm. <laughs> because. So, am I the only one who has seen this? Have you guys both seen Speed? Absolutely. Uh, You've I, seen Speed? No. Speed no. Okay. is my the, one of the first R-rated movies I've ever seen. <sighs> it was rated R? I guess it's a very mild there's R. A lot of, there's a lot of. Well, there F- is that scene F-words. when the woman is being pulled out of the elevator where you get a very brief glimpse of her underwear. Yes, very, oh, yeah, very, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Hard R, you're right. That, this was, this was yes, pretty... Under, underpants leads there's, to R. There's yeah. also many F-bombs in the film. So, oh, that's yeah, right. That's what yes, does it. F-bombs. F-bombs. We can't say it on this podcast because it's on NPR. Careful. Right. Careful, Dave. We're, we're keeping the explicit tag okay. off this week. Yeah, so I saw this movie. It was uh, in the theater uh, at least once, probably twice, Um and uh, this was 1994. It was a very formative year for me. It was the year I graduated high school, started college, went to film school, and uh, this was movie. This this movie came out like the week I graduated high school. What's you okay? Oh, sorry, I have my throat itches. Oh. Keep going. Oh my god, I thought you were dying. It looked like Ivan was about to. Ivan had, like grimaced and started grabbing his throat as if he was choking. Sorry, or, continue. I'm fine. Like, enough with Dave and his high school stories. Yeah, Dave, go ahead. Back to your biography. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Sorry. So so me and Keanu made this movie together. Um, and, uh, so, you know, this movie was really well reviewed when it came out. And, uh, I think even today, if you ask people about it, it's, it's a movie that people don't tend to say, yeah, that movie doesn't hold up. For the most part, people talk about speed as a solid action, uh, movie, right? I mean, it's at least as far as I know. Uh, and so rewatching it this time, I thought it held up pretty well. I mean, it, I, I feel pretty much the same way about speed as I did when I saw it, which is that. It's a really solid action thriller with some really pretty bad writing <laughs> for dialogue. I mean, I think there's no doubt about it. I mean, yeah. it does seem like you know, some of the, some of the takes of, of actors does it has a little bit of an Ed Wood quality, where it must have been like one take, good onto the bus, you know, onto the next action scene. Uh, you know, this it's not acting's not that great, and and it made Sandra Bullock a star. And I think at the time, people thought her performance was probably maybe it was a little bit overpraised. Um, I've never been a huge fan of of her her. Work. I actually liked her better in the movie she did next, uh, following this movie called Gravity While You Were Sleeping, which was oh, just a romantic yeah. comedy, which isn't that great of a movie, but I remember really, really liking her in that movie. Um, and Keanu Reeves wasn't a huge star at the time. He was like a kind of a teen idol a, a little bit. And uh, this movie made him into uh, a bit of an action star. And he didn't really become kind of this Ke- Keanu Reeves until he did The Matrix a few years, a few years later. But this kind of got him, um, you know, 
seen got him seen in Hollywood as uh, like a you know well we can put this guy in in uh, you know indie movies and we can put this guy in action thrillers and you know and that's you know how he ended up in something like The Matrix I guess but uh, uh, and Dennis Hopper was kind of on a you know we watched Hoosiers with Dennis Hopper uh, you know a few he months was, back and he was he was the drunk the town drunk uh, uh, and that, that's the movie he was right. coming for an Oscar for so he was kind of still at this point riding a wave of a little bit of popularity. Uh, yeah, even though this is like eight years later, I mean, he was still kind of finding interesting character roles, and so he was kind of a perfect fit for like if you're going to have a mad bomber, uh, why not? You know, why say, not say the things that are in the script. I mean, Dennis Hopper seemed to be the perfect guy to say something like "pop quiz, hot shot." Well, I don't you know if I could say those, but yeah, yeah, I mean, anybody could if, say if them. somebody we had to do it. I, I feel like he's, but yeah. you know that that his his conversation with Keanu's his, his conversations on the phone with Keanu uh, or his character's named Jack in the movie uh, is I, I kind of enjoy hearing that, and I can already tell by Mike's size that he's not. He's well, I can I can see what your opinion is. No, no, well, I don't know if you can. All right, well, okay, okay. Go ahead, so I mean, this movie I think holds up, and like it's it's really good to see. I mean, just like a lot of people are praising Mad Max Fury Road, uh, which came out a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. For they're praising it for similar reasons to to the you know uh, things there you can compare a lot of the good things in that movie to a lot of the good things in Speed, uh, just the way it's shot, uh, you know the way a lot of the practical the way you can really feel the action, um, you know it doesn't mean it's obvious that there wasn't a lot of CGI because there wasn't a lot of CGI available for the kind of stuff they wanted to do, and so they actually went out and shot on the freeway and you know the bus actually jumped over a uh, uh, you know. Whatever overpass, uh, an overpass or a whole uh, finished overpass. I'm pretty sure that that. Well, I didn't. They didn't yeah. actually put people in it, but it, you know, it, they did. Like I remember seeing some Who's behind the scenes footage, then? and they did drive a bus over a jump, and uh, and then you know they CGI'd in or you know they the, the hole in the freeway. Um, and this is uh, I'm kind of babbling on a little bit, making me and I realize that we haven't actually try to sum up what speed is about, right? Speed we know is, <laughs> speed let's is just go for it. We're already 15 so, minutes in. Let's in case do it. Someone who's, we're so bad at podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we should probably say It's that. a collective effort. We, we, we really bring it down. Speed again? It's, a, it's an intimate family drama with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. <laughs> it's a movie about a mad bomber who puts a bomb on an L.A. Uh, commuter bus uh, where the bomb is triggered as soon as the bus goes over 50 miles an hour and the bus must stay over 50 miles an hour or the bomb will explode. Does that work? Yep. Nailed right. it. Right, so, uh, so die hard on a bus then. Die hard on a bus. <laughs> and so, under a bus. So, so like I still like it. I, I don't think it's any, I don't think it's a classic really. I mean, I would say it may be, maybe a classic say, of, of mean, the genre, but, uh, but Mike, uh, yes. Why is Dave wrong? Why is, why is speed the one of the purest movie. examples of cinema oh, ever created? Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, oh, I'm I, I would say this. I would say this. It's a very good movie. It's, 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 uh, sorry, Joe Tyler listening. <laughs> Dave, I think it's, uh, a little bit better than a good movie or a great movie. I think it's a masterpiece. I think this is an opus. I I, I, I would say I'm also exaggerating. I don't. I'll say the same thing I've said for for Mad Max. I just saw it uh, yesterday. Um, I really like Mad Max, and I I really like this movie for what it was. I think a lot of times I go into movies thinking like, okay, well, if it's not some kind of deep, you know, soulful philosophical movie, it doesn't really grab me. Um, but I think if you look at this as just an action movie, it's enjoyable. It's good as an action movie for me. Like you said, there's some some lines there 
here and there that just didn't do it for me. I, to be honest, I think Dennis Attempts Hopper. Attempts of humor weren't always that successful. It weren't always that great. Yeah, Dennis Hopper's like, come on, pop quiz, Hodge. Come on, come on. I, it, it, hey, I don't know. Maybe no. it's the nostalgia factor for me, but I remember. It may be. I think it might be. But um, <laughs> It's kind of a quotable line for years. Yeah, I think for, for me, like action movies, you got to look at them as action movies. They're not trying to do anything other than entertain and and provide spectacle. And I think this movie does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I guess the way I always look at action movies is, do I ever mentally check out? Do I ever sit down and say like, all right, this, like, I, you know, because a lot of times over the top action sequences, just they just lose me. And I don't know how. I don't know how that happens. Um, but things that go too over the top with explosions and choreographed fights, after all, I start disengaging because I don't feel like it's actually really happy when things look too choreographed for me i feel like well they're not gonna perfect example is like uh lord of the rings mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, sorry the hobbit most mm-hmm. recent hobbit movies mm-hmm. a lot of those fight scenes were just so over the top choreographed to look like a dance that i just completely disengaged because i'm not worried about the characters nothing's gonna happen there's not there's a lot just, of fight scenes in speed really that's not what, yeah i'm not yeah. saying fight scenes. i'm just saying anything really mm-hmm. like anytime you get into an action movie and things are because it's not just a it's not choreography it does it it's it's the other tools at your disposal if you're not making me feel like this is a life and death situation or this person could die or there's no tension there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that movie does this. It's not, I don't think it's as the same level as other, like some more serious movies, but I think for what it is as a, you know, a, a, a soft arm uh, 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 action <laughs> thriller, sure. ag, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. I enjoy it. I think, I think the plot lines are good. I think putting, they put them in interesting situations on the bus. I think mm-hmm. overall it's, it's good. It's it's very, it's, it's I didn't a very hate this movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. He didn't hate it. He didn't hate it. Yeah, and I, this movie does what I think a lot of a lot of other movies I wish they did is figuring out ways instead of going over the top, over the top, and maximizing like every it ends up becoming like I have to save the world. I like that it's very small stakes in the sense of it's just a bus with a, with a handful mm-hmm. of passengers, right? right? right. Um, and yet they make you care about the characters, make you care about mm-hmm. the passengers on the bus, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's what makes a movie effective. So, I agree. I agree completely, Mike. I think this is a great movie. I think we, I think that um, so I'm underselling it. <laughs> I think you are. I think this but it, was, is a, it was a wise decision to make. I don't think you I want to come out it, guns blazing for this movie. I think that it is a classic. Uh, I really do. And um, mm. in rewatching it, and maybe it's because I have a huge amount of nostalgia for this film, which is totally possible. But as Mike said, it's really cool to see an action movie where the stakes are only centered on small human life, yep. like like yep. uh, like. Every action movie nowadays is about like someone stealing codes that will nuke the entire world. That's like mm-hmm. every action movie now. Like right. how many times lately do we go to these superhero films and it ends with a blue laser being pointed to the sky for some reason mm-hmm. and that blue laser is going to like destroy the earth or whatever. <laughs> and it's so abstract you can't care about it. Yeah. It, you know, the, the, the millions are very faceless. The stakes They're not, are always you know. very high in superhero movies and that's what's very popular now. So. But like this idea that we just need to make sure that 12 people on a bus don't die. Like 12, mm-hmm. more than 12 people were killed in like the first three seconds of Man of Steel, like the this idea. <laughs> Hell, the, the previous bus in the, in the you know in earlier in the movie, they blow up another bus. And, but that know, one's yeah. empty except for the driver. The driver, yeah. Oh, driver. that's right. That's but, right. So, Unless he's a really bad driver because he was getting coffee and he just left his passengers on the bus. I think, I think he was getting coffee, getting ready to start his route. That's sure, my sure. understanding you're right, you're right, of how yeah. that worked out. But I just think that that aspect of this movie is really really cool, and it really struck a chord with me in watching it again this time. I think that this movie does a lot of things well. I think it's in terms of an action movie, this idea of a movie designed to thrill you, I think this does an excellent job. I think that every beat that it hits works. I like how they keep on escalating the stakes of, and they keep on asking the question, how are they going to get out of this situation? Right. How are they going to get out of this yeah, situation? Yeah. And they, they, they each kind of find a way to raise it and then answer that question. I think the weakest part of the movie is um, 
spoiler alert, after the bus eventually does blow up, mm-hmm. after they've evacuated, I think the weakest part is by far the the final action beat, the final sequence. Where does, Sandra Bullock gets kidnapped by Dennis Hopper and they have a mono yeah. mono face down on the yeah. uh, on the train on this yeah, van. I, train, so. I, I still like that part actually. <laughs> it just at that <laughs> point I feel like it didn't quite work for me because it just that feels the most contrived in a very contrived movie that feels the most contrived. And did you and did you feel that like I felt like the challenge was all about the bus? I wanted to see them kind of like get they're they're there. I feel like all of a sudden they just kind of very quickly figured out a solution and they got off the bus and that was it. I'm like, oh, I wanted you could have built that for even more. I think. No, I don't know. I think I felt like it earned its uh, foot chase. I mean, m- yes, but to like to f- ending, you know, where to, it, to it finish on a, little... a train, I just felt like I was like, ah, I don't know. Well, I guess my issue with the whole train sequence is Jack's solution is once again to try to jump the track and it's oh, like, I dude, agree. it's a stupid solution. Stop <laughs> jumping things, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's it, there's there's I don't know. I, I forget who said this, but someone once mentioned like, why didn't he just slow the train down? <laughs> If he could nothing speed was it working. Up. Nothing was working, and the movie was called Speed, not Slow Down. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, done. <laughs> but, De- decelerate. But <laughs> get I th- ready for Keanu Reeves in Decelerate. <laughs> the tagline for Speed was "Get ready for rush hour." So maybe it was like "Get ready for way after rush hour," where it's very easy to get. <laughs> get ready for your evening commute. <laughs> it's evening commute. <laughs> well, you got a good trailer for it, Mike. That was pretty good. It's post rush hour train. Yeah, Well written trailer too. <laughs> But the this idea that um, you manage to care about all these little subsidiary people on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the character of Alan Ruck's tourist. They do a really good job of providing, like, he's just to- a total schmo. He calls himself like a yokel in the movie, and yeah. but it, it totally works. I like how the cast of the bus is diverse. You've got the construction worker. You've got, you got people that, you've, you, you have, believe this would be a bus in LA, right? You have yeah. people that would be riding the bus. Right. Um, in initial, so fun fact, I was reading about this film uh, coming into this, uh, Several heavy rewrites were done by Joss Whedon. Yeah, I didn't oh, know that. No I didn't know that until this time either. I didn't realize that until, uh. until this time. And Graham Yost has full writing credit, but that's only because of weird uh, WGA rules. And who? But he, Graham the original. He's the one who wrote the pen, the original screenplay. Okay, then. But they Whedon gave it to in. Whedon gotcha. to give it a punch up, and he was the one that changed um, Alan Ruck's character from a businessman who was like a jerk businessman, like a like a a wealthy jerk businessman to a tourist because he's like no rich businessman would be riding a commu- like a bus, right. a city bus. Like that right. wouldn't happen. Yeah. So he added, he's the one that kind of crafted a lot of those characters and gave them more distinct personalities. I, I thought for a long time that Alan Ruck, his character might've been a mole or something. Cause they mm-hmm. kept talking about how he seemed to know what was going on on the bus. Mm-hmm. And they kept just doing these like strange cuts to him, just like watching things and observing. And I'm like, Oh, some up with this guy. I think he's on it. I think he's a, <laughs> well, I mean, no, if I'm going to state one thing against against Speed, we found the most 90s movie ever made. Speed yeah. is... How about that oversized flannel shirt? That, that like oh. XL flannel shirt on if, uh, if, Keanu? If I was oh, to, right. If wow. I was to send a time capsule... I thought it was a coat. <laughs> no, it was a flannel if I, shirt. <laughs> one, one day when I want to show my son what the 90s were like, I'm going to show mm-hmm. him Speed. Right. Because right. it was all about... Uh, exaggerated reaction shots to people. Yeah, Dennis Hopper has uh, most of. Well, I guess actually he does end up having a cell phone, right? I mean, on the bus. Yeah, but, but he, only, only, only police have cell phones. Everybody. Only police have cell phones. Um, <laughs> just just the way the vehicles are portrayed, the way that even the movie is shot, and the way it looks, it's mm-hmm. just an incredible '90s looking picture. But at the same time. We talk about this a lot, but this, the idea of this tangibility, none of it feels CG. It all feels right. very practical and real. And not all of the scenes totally work. There's a lot of seams, especially when I reviewed it this time. For instance, 
the the leap over the chasm mm-hmm. makes no chasm, physical. That's chasm. The, the chasm. H is silent. <laughs> so Continue. I'm gonna go get some herbs after all this. Um, that that jump is physically impossible the way it's staged in the movie because it looked like it. There's it, like no ramp. There's no yeah. ramp. It's like the bus like stomped its foot. I down think. The well, no, see what you, I think what they did. Everyone on the bus jumped at the same time, and it just the momentum. <laughs> But even other things, like when at the end of the movie, when they use the access panel to drop out of the bus, you can actually see the wheels on the bottom of that panel, like that would allow them to do the effect where they're just kind of coasting on the oh, runway ground. Right. So Ooh. stuff like that. And he, at one point, it's clearly a, a male stunt devil driving the bus, not Sandra Bullock. So stuff like that. It's, like, fu- it's funny. I kept looking for that, but I couldn't really pick it out. You didn't have the eyes. That's I'm old. <laughs> old eagle eyes over here. <laughs> Maybe I've just seen this movie too many times. So that kind of stuff feels a little bit flimsy but i think that just structurally this is like i don't feel like we get action movies like this anymore and maybe mad i haven't seen we mad max well, well clearly we do yeah I, I but that, no but i think that's rare I, I really think that i think mad max is an anomaly and yeah, i haven't I seen that that film yet to make a comment it's a 98 on rotten tomatoes right now what other action movie of recent years has had that kind of a rating i feel like there has been there or, have been other recent movies. Or what is know, another man. action movie where at but, least but once... But not, not the level of praise. There have been other movies that have been in the 90s, but uh, this is getting a certain I guess, recognition. I guess my point is, like, what other action movie... Like, every action movie I see nowadays, it feels like... And again, Mad Max is clearly because I haven't seen it. But every sequence, there's always at least one sequence that feels like like two computers fighting one another. Like, right. there's always that. Right. Like, there, there's a... There, and speed, There's definitely none of that in speed. Like, I, even I the explosions feel more realistic Yeah, and me. you know what? I, I really... I, and I thought this was a nice detail that I, I've, I can't tell you the last time I saw when he's outside the bus and the first bus blows up mm-hmm. and he's standing next to the fire and he has to keep shielding his face from the mm-hmm. heat because it's so hot. Right. Never happens in a movie. Right. Heat, there is no heat from fire in movies. There's just noise and some air. That's it. Right. Like, yeah, like, when you, see, when you see people reacting to explosions yeah, or... You know or that, that or was real, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, it makes it makes it feel real. Yeah, and uh, it definitely helps when it actually happens. Yeah, you know. And I, I also really, like, I think that there are definitely clunky lines, but I think that some of the comedic beats totally work. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I think when uh, he uh, Alan Ruck's character is relaying what he's saying, and he drops the <laughs> oh yeah, that good, yeah. <laughs> oh darn, right. like I yeah. think. <laughs> that, so we forgot to mention that Jeff Daniels is in this movie. Jeff he's Daniels is actually a pretty yeah. uh, big star now, and, so. he, and Jeff Daniels is great in this. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic, uh, and he's got some great lines as well. Um, yep. So I mean, I think that there's th- actually a number of pre- you got. Um, who, uh, so we got Ruck, we have uh, Keanu Reeves, we Keanu have Reeves. Uh, uh, Joe Sandra Morton, Bullock. who's one of my favorite uh, He, uh, I know him from Terminator actors. 2. Terminator 2, right. You got yeah. pa- pa- is his name Patrick, Patrick Fischler? He's in like everything in the world. He's recently in Silicon Valley. He's a guy, uh, what was he in? Oh, he's in something recently. He's on Mad Men. Huh. He's a guy with like the really snide looking. He's a guy in the elevator. He's like a bit part. Uh, the guy oh, hits the yeah, elevator oh, button. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I, I think the movie's really... Uh, I think the movie, for the most part, is well cast, and I do want to have a discussion about Keanu Reeves as an yeah, actor, yeah. Sure. because he's like a a blunt tool that needs to be used appropriately. Yeah, it's funny. That's you a good know, way of putting what, it. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> when he, I think, um, I liked him in this movie. I, I didn't think so. I know he, he's kind of a joke nowadays. I feel like a lot of people think like, oh, Keanu, whoa. Oh, well, you he know, does. he goes through. He he kind of comes in like his his popularity is is kind of been up. Been down over the years, right? Oh, I, I, mean, like just, I think it kind of peaked with the Matrix, Matrix and then it peaked went, with the Matrix, and then I mean, it's like it's gone steadily downhill. I, but, I can't well, tell I mean, you last well, time. For instance, John Wick came out last year, and that's a movie that I don't know if it was in the, in the ninety percentile. That I was mean, a highly rated. That was highly. You know, that was really good? well. Re- yes, it was good. It was a well reviewed action huh. movie. It, it doesn't have the same aspirations as Mad Max uh, does or did, but um, 
but uh, it's still a very good action movie. So he's in the right role. And I think he's just recognized that his best roles, he tends to work really well in, in an action movie, like where his, his strengths... He, his strengths aren't delivering lines of dialogue. But, you know, yeah, I think he's more physical. Yeah, he's, you know, his although, is although, although kung fu. His although like I, everyone who ever talks about him brings up the "I know kung fu" line, and they just like yeah. But even that was Whoa. like well, well, uh, you know, I, I thought that line delivery was just fine in the Matrix, and and uh, you know, his his uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. his right. performance is 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 fairly uh, good. It's, it's a solid action performance, right? You 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 buy what you buy his character in, in this yeah. movie. I, 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 you. I did. Yeah. I mean. He's, especially since he's like an LA cop, I mean, he's got this kind of aloof quality to him. Yeah, that like arrogant. You know, a not a, not arrogant, just uh, no, aloof, aloof meaning like not quite there. You know, I think that's what a lot of people kind of think of. Keanu Reeves has this kind of like reputation of being like kind of a, I don't know, like a uh, what what the, what the word is, but you know, kind of dumb, I guess. You know, no, no, but he's not. No, you know, no, like, not if, you, movie, if you read no any, way. if you read any interviews with him, I mean, he's just kind of got a dope, like you know, the, the cliche of the stereotypical Keanu line is whoa, like they yeah, associate yeah. him with um, Bill and Ted. Uh, Bill and Ted, right? yeah. So Bill and Ted was was an eighty. A Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was this eighties movie where he plays a dummy with his friend. They travel through time. And uh, that's a great movie, by the way. Which is actually, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a good movie. <laughs> Bill and Ted. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but um, you know, and it, it, I think when you know, when he dies, they'll probably the, the star of Bill and Ted and the Matrix. It, it, you know, those are the two movies that people <laughs> might that might write for his obituary. So uh, that's know. really depressing. <laughs> he does have a kind of an oh aloof quality God. to him, but in this movie, he's very kind of focused. So there's, there's I don't think aloof is. I don't think aloof's the word. Uh, yeah, not I don't, the right word. No, so aloof is not. Aloof means just distant. I think and so, reserved. I think. I think you're looking for like, like airhead. Airhead, yeah, maybe. like male bimbo, a mimbo, maybe, bimbo, mimbo. But but I wouldn't even go. I think that's even a harsh word for him. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think he because in this movie he struck me as very intelligent. Maybe I'm right. just yes, idiot. absolutely. Well, they somehow were able to take this kind of whatever you want to call it quality he has and uh, kind of focus right. So he's you know he feels like he's really you. He's <laughs> a really believable cop in this movie. Well, you know right? why he's you know why his character's cool in this movie. Um, besides being intelligent, he's not like a dick. He's a nice guy, right? Yeah, like he, he really he genuinely ca- cares he, about. He, people, he's right? always calling people ma'am, and they even mm-hmm. joke about this. But like mm-hmm. he's trying to he's trying to genuinely help people, yeah. which is what cops yeah. should be doing. And uh, I think that really works in the movie's favor, especially. Um, like, and with the age of the antihero, we've really lost that. We don't. Yeah, get you can compare him to like John like, McClane in Die Hard. He's kind of a jackass, or or Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon, who's kind of a psychopath. So, which is why I know. don't <laughs> think the the pop quiz lines don't work because it goes against the Jack character. Jack's not a smart aleck. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy who's in a bad situation. That's just so, Dennis Hopper's character, who's you know. Well, but well, at the end <laughs> of the movie, the the worst pop quiz is when he points the gun. He's like, "You've got a hair trigger pointed to your head." What do you do? Oh, yeah, that line. And then he pauses and he goes, what do you do? You have a hair trigger aimed at your head. What do you do? What do you do? And it's it's yeah. really bad. Yeah, that um, doesn't hold up <laughs> at all. That wasn't good then either. But that that's where the movie try. Like, okay, you give that line to someone like Bruce Willis, he can pull with, it he's off. He's not good with tough guy dialogue. Yeah, he's not good being the badass. Yeah, he's not good with that. He's good being like the nice, friendly cop, and he's good. He's good uh, reacting against people in that that effect, mm-hmm. um, which I think is. I think there is genuine chemistry between him and Sandra Bullock. And mm-hmm. think about how hard it is. From a narrative standpoint, to make a convincing romantic relationship in On a, a movie bus where you can't where drive there, below fifty where, miles an hour, where there is literally no scene, like that's just like them 
like being with one another. There is no take my breath away, make out scene. No, no, no. There is no first date scene. <laughs> you have to buy that they would make out at the end of the movie. And I totally do. Like yeah. they've yeah. been through a traumatic situation. They've gone through a lot together mm-hmm. and it works. And I think there's a ton of humanity in this movie. So one of the dumbest parts of this film <laughs> is when they trick you and uh, there is a baby carriage full of cans. Oh, yeah. uh, that was pretty bad. Because <laughs> why the hell would you ever put cans in a baby carriage? If you're however, a weirdo collecting giant... <laughs> however, that the her Sandra Bullock's reaction to that sequence is full of empathy and emotion. She actually thinks she hurt yes. a baby yeah. and she freaks yes. out right. and she can barely control the bus because... And I think that that's where the... Okay, that's why Speed is a great movie. Mm-hmm. They actually... Like that, yeah. They recognize that this would have a big effect on people if it right. would happen. Yeah, so. I'm sick of people jumping into the, the driver's seat and just being like, I got this. And then being able to pilot a bus <laughs> like you're a pro. Oh, I used to be a race car driver. <laughs> Come on. But, I, I, but the thing was with Sandra Bullock, I know she got some flack when she, in Gravity because she did a lot of like, oh God, oh God, oh God, no, no, hey, no, no, Did no, she no, get no. that much flack? I thought she was well. Uh, yeah, I thought she was pretty, pretty I, I, I don't, good. A lot of like gravity. a lot of people. Like I don't think critically. I think she, a lot of she, people. Her acting isn't isn't always great, and she doesn't make. No, but, the best I think, choices, but I think but I think I've seen. I've been talking about. She does good. She did well there, and then there's a, another part movie. She just starts uh, starts doing that like like no 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 no. She does repeat repeat lines. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! You know all that stuff, but um, maybe more than she should. Sorry, I'm sorry. That was Mike. That was uh, Mike vomiting. That was Mike. No, checking my email. Uh, that was Mike checking Ivan checking his email in the middle of a freaking podcast, looking at photos of selfies of people. Continue, Ivan. No, I. What were we talking about? An email from Keanu. He was talking about this email I received from Keanu Reeves, saying that he really appreciates us saying nice thing about him. Yeah, yeah. we're giving him a nice live thing. feed. Nice thing. <laughs> we pretty much nice have thing. said one nice thing about him tonight. Yeah, I mean, I remember right before this movie, there was uh, an adaptation of Bram Sto- of, of Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, that's not a good casting for him. Yeah, that was an example of a really poor. A poorly cast Keanu Reeves role. And another, I mean, he, he had that British accent in that movie. I think. Oh, he plays Jonathan. No. Har- he plays Jonathan Harker, who who goes to visit Dracula at the beginning of the story, <laughs> and it's just terrible. And he he's acting against Gary Oldman, who's playing Dracula, oh, please. with this brilliant over the top performance, and it's just yeah. And it's, and it's so weird to see him in in, in that role. So with a, you know, it's, it, Keanu Reeves with a British accent. It's, it just it's, it sounds horrifying. You know, but he also did some other interesting indie movies before Speed, uh, like River's Edge. Have you ever seen River's Edge? Um, with uh, Crispin seen, Glover did he do and uh, my Dennis, own, another Dennis Hopper did he do actually. My Own Private Idaho is and, that Keanu and, yeah, uh, right My Own Private Idaho directed by Gus Van Sant and uh, with River Phoenix and um uh, what were some other movies he had done before? I, can't remember. I don't know. I'll oh. just use a website called the Internet Movie <laughs> Database and find out. No, I think, I mean, okay, speaking of bad Keanu, like he did. Uh, I oh, think Point it, Break was his first, uh, oh, yeah. obviously, was like his first. Um, and that's, for whatever reason, uh, you know, wasn't that, it wasn't that well reviewed at the time. And, and for whatever reason, now it's considered more of a kind of an action, cheesy, a cheesy kind of action classic. Well, Point Break's been remade. Uh, they just dropped the new trailer for it, actually. Probably not with, oh, they did? What? Yeah. For the new Point Break, they're remaking it. And we're going to cut to that trailer now. No, we're not, <laughs> but I'm just to. saying. I haven't seen that trailer. Oh, there it is. We did cut to it after all. Look at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I, I just, it's only like a second of it. No, though. after Speed, he was cast in a romantic film called A Walk in the Clouds, which mm-hmm. is a very flowerly, flowerly. Flowery. <laughs> That's it. Nothing, None of us can talk special. tonight. Nothing, really. nothing special. I, mainly I can't. Um, romantic film that it just does not work with him in that mm-hmm. role. It's like Keanu, I don't think is a bad actor. I think he's an actor you need to use properly. So I, I think that Speed is a representative example of that. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, 
Um, Sandra Bullock is very much the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't think she can. I don't think Sandra Bullock can do everything. And I think she's had a very successful long career. But I think she's very good at being the girl next door. Yes, like she is here. Yep, I agree. Um, I think it's, she's well cast for the role. But I don't like. I mean, people are going to probably disagree with me, but like. I can't stand her in movies like The Blind Side and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. I can't stand it either. But she like where she's like I don't know, it just does not work for me. So where she's a larger than life personality. She's better she's better as like um kind of the sweet girl you want to hang out with. Right. Basically. And even her I mean, even her scene when she was on the on the edge when she was like, Hey, come on, you're scaring all these people, like standing up right, to a comic yeah. in a scene. I'm like, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. She comes across as like uh as um you know, someone that you could actually hang out with, you know, yeah. and that's, I think that was part of her appeal in this movie. Yep. And uh, Jeff Daniels, also pretty good in this movie. I mean, he's got but some, Jeff good, he Daniels. also has some pretty good chemistry with Keanu in the opening scenes, I think. For sure. I uh, mean, that there's the, the, the opening of Speed, uh, the, or not the opening of the movie, but the opening, uh, the way their characters are introduced, I think it's pretty, pretty damn good. I mean, you have a car kind of jumps over the camera. Why that car is jumping over the hill? Who knows? It's not San Francisco. It's L.A. You know, there's no reason for that car. To there be jumping are no the hills. They and it hills. lands and they get and they get out of the car right away. As it, I mean, if you the were in a car planes. that like jumped ten feet in the air and landed, you wouldn't just get out of the car. You'd be like, oh my god, my head, my neck is am I, am I okay? Unless you were a badass. Unless you were a badass, right? A real badass. And, and all the uh, guns in the in the trunk would probably be scattered all over the place. I mean, who knows what would happen if you anyway. Unless point you is, were a badass. Point is, they get out of the car after that, and you guns know, never went fine. off. Nothing happened. Guns are fine. They're fine. You know, the camera just spit this really nice camera move uh, that spins around the car. He basically is is doing what Michael Bay he's ended pre, up doing. He's this pre- is pre Michael, Michael Bay. Right. This yeah. is a year before Bad Boys, where Michael Bay's kind of uh, way of shooting was very similar to what. Jan de bon. is it, I don't know if it's Jan de bon or John de bon. I, no I think idea. it's Jan de bon. I, I like to say Jan. So we're going to say That's exactly Jan. how you say it. Yeah, I'm saying Jan. Jan, who you know, he has a very kind of fluid way of shooting scenes. Uh, I think you know he's really good with a lot of the dolly around stuff and uh, really good at pacing. I think you know he's pacing also, those shots. He's also good at re- relaying visual information of where things stand in action sequences. Right. He knows when to cut away back to the speedometer. He mm-hmm. knows when to... Um, he knows how to make things feel like they have impact. Like there's that... Uh, in, in the opening sequence, which I... Uh, you know, where... The elevator. So the elevator's falling. You know, Dennis Hopper is the bomber and he's... And he, and he's you know, he's, uh, he's rigged explosives in the elevator or whatever. So they're going to save the elevator by Keanu Reeves going upside down through the elevator shaft and, and he has a hook and he's hanging on the elevator. And uh, when Dennis Hopper can hear, he's in a he's, a, he's somewhere close by. He can hear what, what he's doing. Uh, he sets off another explosive that uh, lets the you know elevator goes down more. There's this shot of the crane that the, that the wire is attached to, and just the way that the way the sound and editing and everything kind of works together, just to show that crane smashing through um, you know the top of the building and like hitting another steel beam. I mean, it's really kind of fantastic the way the shot just dollies in just a little bit and and. You know, it's just like a perfect little action moment. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that might, you know, might be done at like 100 shots now as opposed to just, I don't, there weren't that many shots. You know, there were just a few shots, but it really had a lot of impact. And uh, Speaking of shots, how did they do the elevator scene in the beginning? The opening shot, like going oh, down. They actually, the actually put real people in an elevator, and they no, 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 no. You're talking about the, where the credits where it <laughs> yes. just keeps on yeah, going credits. down and down. Yeah, with those amazing graphic. <laughs> right. That's the by one the way. part that maybe feels a little 
CGI I, Dave. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I will say this, Mike. When the title sequence, when the, the speed title came on, I Most thought of you. I, no, I thought of you immediately. I'm like, mm. Mike's going to love this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shoo! Right? Like, it does have them. Yeah. No, but it's, so it's like, how many floors? The thing is going down, like, floor after floor after floor for, like, 25 minutes, by the way. That was yeah, the longest right. opening credit sequence. Well, we, but how did it does lead somewhere, right? It CG? Does, it does. I don't know. know. Yeah, because then it, then it, it pans, like, right into. Hopper's character. Yeah, right. I really don't know, to be honest with you. I, I thought the same thing. I, I couldn't tell if that was. I want to assume it's practical just because so much in the movie is, but yeah. that was a pretty seamless Probably effect. A model. Other. I guess it's just a model. Other, no, because it's seamlessly. The camera just moves right into that, right over to Dennis Hopper, or I think it's Dennis well, Hopper. You could do a wipe with a steel beam to get to. Yeah, you could do that. I guess I could. But, and then. Dick. The re- <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, in calling this the most 90s movie ever made, the score yeah, is, is so indicative of <laughs> 90s like action it. movies where it's like we need an iconic score that's really overdone. Very synth. And it's very synth and bombastic. Mm-hmm. And it's memorable, though. Like, you do recognize the score. It's a hummable theme, but it's not, uh, not that good of a theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Um, I, you know, I think it kind of adds to the charm of the film in a way. I do agree that it's not the greatest score. Mm. Uh, okay, let's talk about why this uh, the the movie is just logically impossible. Real quickly. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do that. No, uh, I'm saying this movie's not possible. No, no. Okay. Well, maybe you can explain something to me. Dennis Hopper's plan makes no sense, mm-hmm. and I only thought about this time around. But okay, so All he right. puts a bomb on a bus. Yeah. Right. He wants money. So if Keanu Reeves doesn't get to that bus and doesn't get onto do it. He doesn't get on that bus. The bus goes over fifty, then slows down and blows up. Yep. How is he going to get his money? Well, he would just know. do the same. No one would. Maybe no one would know that that's what happened. So he would just do it on another bus until Keanu Reeves got. Uh, I think until he finally got. How through. many buses has he rigged? How, yeah. I don't know. Busy man. He would, just do feel, it, he would just do it another day. I just feel like he's if already a, blown up two buses. That I just day feel like if point. a mad bomber were to do this, yeah. he'd be. What would happen is the bus would go over fifty and then blow up. Right. Yeah. Also, if Keanu Reeves is trying to get on the under bus, under fifty. Hey, if Keanu Reeves is trying to get onto this bus, maybe show your police badge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. it's I pretty, think he did it at one point, but I, only after he's. Have like, you ever oh. tried running down a highway while flashing a police police badge? It seems difficult. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, well, they do make they do say that the radio on the bus is broken. They do make that point. So there was no way for them to radio into the bus to tell them what was going on. Right. So they do make that mention. So at least that. There's a lot of contrivances that have to get him on. He has, basically has to get on the bus somehow. Yes. And yeah. Then, and, <laughs> and the thing is, it's one of those things that, like, I agree. It's not super realistic. I think it's more of like a pride thing where he wants to be like, oh, you're so smart see if you can outsmart me this time like he did last time <laughs> yeah. like um but of course like it all hinges on the fact a little that bit he of a scooby-doo that... villain quality to... yeah 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 <laughs> he's crazy i think he's too over the top I maybe think. i maybe. agree yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah i think Wimble he... Wimble Mad man yeah. like that uh, yeah yeah it's a little a little too much talking to the tv i think but his his villain his uh, character really works when he's talking to keanu Reeves. when he's by uh, himself and he's talking to the tv Interactive yeah, TV, well. wave of the future. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, bad. Uh. Pretty bad. <laughs> that but. was maybe Joss Whedon was responsible for those gems, but I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. but I I think that um, I do know that Joss Whedon is not responsible for the pop quiz portion. He actually did not like that, and mm-hmm. he wanted to take it out, but they wouldn't let him. So they they knew they had gold, <laughs> <laughs> cinematic gold, and that's the that's the line that is stuck with the film, which is interesting. Right? What I mean, actually, you know, and it does. 
you know, the reason he says it is because, uh, at the, so at the beginning of the movie, uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on with this elevator. And Jeff Daniels, who's kind of Keanu Reeves' uh, mentor in oh, the movie, dumb and dumber. Says, bop, says pop quiz. <laughs> doesn't say pop quiz hotshot. He just says pop quiz of dumb and dumber. Yes. Same year as this movie. Oh, big Jeff year for Jeff, is... Big years for Jeff Daniels. Huge year. Speed dumb and, dumb and dumber and dumber. I know. What else do you want in a career? Which I know when you, when you say that, it sounds like, wow, uh, it's pretty dumb. But those movies were both actually what, what well. What else has he been They in? were both well reviewed and, he was and now in, considered kind of a comedy classic and, a, and an action classic so he was in uh, Looper recently yes he was and he was creepy a very minor role oh so creepy in that movie um, uh, he's gonna be in the upcoming film The Martian The Martian oh and he's also in uh, Dumb and Dumber Dumb, no or Dumb and Dumber no, 2 no, Dumb and Dumber 2 yeah and then the one that came out like last year that nobody saw that, that <laughs> that's one. what I'm saying that, that that's one. the one that came out last year that's Dumb and Dumber 2 yes, yes. Dumb and Dumberer he's is been in a lot prequel of... that was not with Jeff Daniels he's been in a lot of other stuff that that, like like he was in the Squid and the Whale. I mean, he's he done a lot of independent newsroom. movies, right on the newsroom, mm-hmm. which I don't like uh, that show. But you know, he's a very good actor, and uh, you know, they kind of lucked out with the cast in this movie. I mean, they got some pretty solid character actors, um, and I would guess it was because they probably couldn't afford it. Was a relatively low budget movie at the time, right? I mean, I don't think it was a huge. I think it was a very profitable movie because it wasn't like a hundred and fifty million dollar movie. It was probably like a twenty million. I, I imagine. Oh no, Speed has got to be an expensive movie. Couldn't I mean, have been that expensive. How many buses they had to go through? Oh, how many buses? Yeah. Like, what's, what's okay, how, how many, how many uh, Dennis Hopper's heads they had to go through? It was a $25 million $25 million dollars. budget in 1994 right. dollars. So let's say it's like $50 million now. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that I actually guess. is pretty cheap. Yeah. See, this is why we shouldn't have these CG spectacles. We should just make more right. people on buses. And we Blow can compare up. it to something like Mad Max now, which, as good as it is, was like a $150 million budgeted movie. I, I think mean, that budgets for movies though now have gotten so um I think it's just more expensive to make movies now, which seems odd because the technology of shooting them is cheaper, yeah. but just that just the way that we have to ha- come to escalate like various set pieces in movies just require a right. ton of cash. And that makes you kind of respect speed even more, at least it makes me think about how they had to actually set up so many of these shots like they Clearly, most of these shots were actually on a bus. Like they weren't, uh, they weren't on a stage with green screen, right? I mean, they actually had a camera set up, and they were driving. It might have been just like ten miles an hour, but um, you know, they actually shot these scenes on a bus. Why do we keep looking at Ivan's screen? Are we recording still? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can't Mike's, see anything really indicating because that's happened before. We lost like forty-five minutes, or fifteen minutes. We're gonna have to talk all about this movie again. I hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not that I don't want to talk about it again for another forty-five minutes, repeating everything we just said. But so how many? So here's here's a question I'm gonna post. To oh you guys. boy. Why oh, do you think pop quiz hot shot? So we 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 posted on our Facebook page that we were gonna be doing speed, and we had so we had one of our listeners joke that this wasn't such a good movie someone threatened why to our houses why now. do you think some people would look at this movie and say this I, is not that good because i think i think the concept is a little contrived i think that i can't, I can't even speak to why i think i was going into it like uh why do we pick this right. why did i why did i let you coerce me into picking this <laughs> like, wait, and um <laughs> because I, I just think the concept is a little contrived i think it's it, it's a dumb action movie it's got the you know keanu roots who's easy to make fun of at this point in his career i think um I think, or at least people just do it. It's trendy too, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it's an action movie about a bus that can't drive below 50 miles an hour. <laughs> you know, the concept was a little silly. I think people may be forgetting that it's actually not that bad of a film, you know? Yeah. Well, um, that's my guess. Ivan, chime in. I mean, I, I would, if I, if I were to take a guess, I would, I would just think that maybe some people think that Keanu, as you, as you were saying, is kind of not that good of an actor, you know, in a, in a, at least in a lot of roles. Um, and uh, there's a lot of cheesy dialogue. And also, Jan DeBont hasn't exactly gone on to do. You know, he kind of did this movie. He did Twister, which was another big hit, which was not a good movie. Um, 
But he hasn't gone on to major any kind of major success. No, since he then. I mean, he's he, a guy that um, he had two big failures in a row, row and I think that either he oh uh, the, there's a haunted house movie he did he well he did Speed Two Cruise Control oh, God, oh so can we talk Ugh. about that what what yes. ha- what the hell. I don't well, know. That well, was pretty bad. And then he also <laughs> Who's did in it. Is, it. is it still him? And no, maybe no, no, our no. listener thinks we were talking. We we're going to talk about Speed Two Cruise Control because that was a really bad movie. Well, well, okay, but I guess I guess the answer to your question is the reason Speed Two doesn't work is maybe the reason that people don't like Speed One. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like Speed Speed itself mm-hmm. is is almost like lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. I think trying to capture that formula again is nearly impossible. And I think mm-hmm. they got very lucky here. Like they happened to cast correctly. I think I, I think Keanu Reeves really works well mm-hmm. in this role. And I think that the situation is just plausible enough. Like it's implausible, but plausible enough that you buy into it as a viewer that it's engaging. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, uh, if you're going to say why do, why do people think this movie sucks, I think people a I think there's a lot of people that don't like Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. That's one and two or B. I think that people fi- I think people can find the movie very cheesy and contrived. I think mm-hmm. that 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 is a, a easy assumption to make. Mm-hmm. It's an action movie. I mean, honestly, but it's an effective you know, action. But as so someone who's yeah, a fan exactly. of action movies, yeah. I yeah. put this up there as a very good representative genre example mm-hmm. of how to make a good action movie. Right. It's hard. It's it's hard to imagine someone uh, watching this movie and not not uh, agreeing that it's at least a whale. Shot well put together, you know, piece of cinema. I mean, it's not, From you know, a, it's it's not again like you were saying. It's not like a it, it it's good at what it's trying to do. And it has you know? and it has which I think is is so often lacking is you have uh, moments of character development. You have some some character moments in right. there. I mean, you think about you know Jeff and Daniels just, just they, enough they, that you care about it, right? Right, and but not enough to detract the movie or slow down the pace right. at all. They, they kill off Jeff Daniels, right? Right. And then you have Keanu's moment. And this is exactly what I was talking about. Where we were talking about um, Beverly Hills Cop, where you mm-hmm. never see a moment where. Uh, Eddie Murphy has to um, uh, come to terms with the fact that his right. friend died. Because it happens very too, or maybe it happens too early in the movie, and you don't. Really yeah, well, he just never really seems to mourn it, right? But right. this movie you have a nice moment where Keanu Reeves freaks the hell out in the middle of the bus. There's and she's got to calm up, him There's down. enough buildup with that relationship that you actually buy his his uh, his. I mean, his, sure, but, his but grieving. Yeah, point, yeah. Right? But I think, I, and I like that they had, and it wasn't. It took what a total of thirty seconds, but they, they put it in there. I feel like it just adds a little bit more to the. And it's an interesting reversal because he's the one that had to calm her down from the baby situation. Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah. So I think that the movie's just well written in that regard. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think that there's a lot about this film that works. I would put Speed up there as like I put it. I don't obviously Die Hard's like, Die Hard's the perfect action movie, right? Like Die Hard's the best action that, movie like ever yeah. made, right? It's, it's been a while since I've seen it all the way through, but yeah, that's what most people say, and I yeah. would probably agree. So, but I think that Speed takes that formula and is a really good child of it. It's mm-hmm. like if it's one of the few like successors to Die Hard that really still holds up, I'd say. Yeah, exactly, and I I think even Under Siege may hold up. I have to watch that again. Um, yeah, don't forget, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Die Hard Steven, in a courtroom. Steven Seagal is, <laughs> which I mean, is Twelve Angry Men. <laughs> Die Hard in a courtroom. I don't know. I mean, well, it was Tommy Lee Jones. naming movies that take place in one location. In one location <laughs> Die yes. Hard in a courtroom. Bottle <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Die well. Hard in a taxi cab. What is <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> taxi driver. Correct. And I don't even, I haven't even seen no. it. So I, can't, <laughs> I know it doesn't take place in... <laughs> Cosmopolis. That movie took place in uh, yeah. Only a Taxi Cab. Oh, Locke is the movie with... Um, oh, yeah. Tom Hardy. With Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Mad Max. Yeah. Another connection here. Mad Max in a car. Todd, yeah. Mad Max. In yeah. a car. Oh, boy. Why didn't they think of that? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Speed is a very well-crafted action film. I think that's my consensus in rewatching it. And I'm so happy that in doing so, like I was really worried 
and coming back to this that I thought. What have we good. done? We're gonna jump the shark with this one, guys. What are there's, we doing? There's one thing and that then I wanted, I wanted, there's one thing that I had a nitpick about this movie. Oh. That, that, you can nitpick that a you lot probably of I knew neither one of you was were gonna bring up. So I, I what, you didn't I think we had the balls? Was it the, you didn't no, think we had this is something that a lot of actually, it, I feel like a lot of movies do this now. Do you think they should have held on the underwear on the no. woman a little longer? Because I thought that no, no? That was, okay. yeah, I could have. I could have some more. You know, so you know how sometimes characters have a line of dialogue and they cut to like what probably was like 10 minutes later in, in the real world, but then they, they're finishing that line of dialogue 10 minutes later. So there's this, there's the scene at the beginning where like Jeff Daniels and Keanu are talking about, you know, what they're going to do to save the elevator passengers. And, you know, they say, I don't remember what they say before it, but then it cuts to like them on the roof and it's Keanu saying, no, we just take them out of the equation. Oh, you know? Yes. And like, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing he had said right before that was like, they were like at least five, 10 levels down. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they had to go up all the I steps. Mean, they had a conversation and he wasn't saying anything and Jeff's like, come on, come on, finish, like, your <laughs> finish your sentence. Finish your sentence. And he gets up there he's like, no, we just take him out of the equation. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you when we get up to the roof, I'm going to finish the sentence. I feel like he's just like waving him off just like, mm, he's I, doing I, a little I, zip my mouth thing and throws away the key and Jeff Daniels like, come on, man. I got a zinger, man. I got to use it. In real and life, it's not going to sound good until I'm against the LA skyline, I'm telling you. When he, uh, in real life, he would say it and Jeff Daniels would be like, what? What? Just wait till I get to the roof. You'll see. <laughs> It's gonna make a lot of sense, I oh, promise. So that's my, that's my <laughs> and I think other movies do it sometimes. Well, how many cops? That did kind of ruin the whole movie for me. Now that you mentioned yeah. it, how many cops sucks. have now shot a hostage because of speed? I don't know. <laughs> Good question. Uh, very timely where question. Would you, and well, he, do you think? Do you think, where do you shoot a hostage? I guess the leg. The, yeah, that's I guess that's did. probably the best place. Well, do you think? Place. Do you think that after this movie, uh, when they're training uh, other poli- fellow police officers and Bob Squad, like, was like, please do not shoot guys, the hostages. Don't, <laughs> don't do the speed <laughs> thing. Do not shoot the hostage. Right. Um, but yeah, all in you all... You could at least have a blank in the gun and you could pretend to get shot. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you seen speed? All right. Wink, wink. What do you do? Well, you put a blank in the gun and then you turn around and then this is how you react. <laughs> Not nearly as cool. So yes. You a blood capsule on you? Okay. <laughs> Make sure that all your hostages are pre-prepared with school. Oh, Here, thing, catch this. Another first, I remember, not. I don't remember seeing this before Speed, but you know, the, the scene at the beginning where Dennis Hopper does pretend to blow himself up and Keanu gets thrown back against the wall. That's the first time I can remember seeing that kind of, uh, like now you see it all the time when, when things explode and people fly through the air. I don't remember, people didn't really do that before. I don't remember seeing anything like that before Speed. Probably because if that actually but, would happen, you would die. Yes, right. Yeah. If you so were no movie thrown, dared do it. If you were to get thrown against, <laughs> thrown a down a wall. hallway and into a wrought iron door. <laughs> yeah. So head first, mind you. Um, yeah. I don't know. So speed. Good. So you know, yeah. speed, speed. Speed. Check it out, listener who doesn't like it. I think you'll. Uh, you might. Enjoy you can say it his name. Again. I think. Are you worried about? We, the we already did. We already we did. We never you say already said it. Um, we did? Let me. T- we did. You know who you are. I just know that, uh, yeah, speed holds up, and I will go to the grave uh, defending it. I want it on my shelf, but it was good. Yeah, you know, it's fine. fine. <laughs> All right. Well, we mostly th- agree on this one. A thrill-packed adrenaline ride. Okay. So, uh, next uh, episode. Oh, God. Is <laughs> no, going they, to, what is oh, this? I don't know why you so Dave, dear God. since the beginning of this podcast, has had a Jones to do a certain film, and we are <laughs> finally going to do it. He's finally found a connection. Dave's actually going to be leaving the podcast after this episode, <laughs> but we're letting him have this before. You, so, you've seen Babe? I've never oh, seen Babe. Oh, damn, that was the worst Babe? reveal ever. <laughs> For next week, you're going to be watching Babe. I'm talking about Babe, the the movie, the biography of Babe Ruth. What are, what are we... Oh, <laughs> oh with John Goodman? With John Goodman? I love that <laughs> yeah. movie. The Babe, The right? Babe, such a good film. I used to watch that all the time. Uh, no, we are going to be doing Babe. 
Uh, the Pig version. A, a film writ, uh, written and produced by you, George You heard Miller, us correct. Yeah. Who, uh, that's, also, that's our connection here, right? We're, we're talking about speed, the action, I've never action s- classic. I writer of Sin City. Yes. George Miller has been kind of rediscovered now with Mad Max. Fury Let me uh, tell you my, my, my experience with Babe. I've never mm-hmm. actually seen the oh, film. God. Is this what, another movie that made you into a man, Ivan? I've never seen it. Oh. <laughs> my yeah, mom. A lot of it will. A lot of it will. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> it's a naked pig running around. The nudity is unbelievable. True. Everybody's naked in this movie. My mom. Bought me. Even the farmer, sorry. <laughs> I'm telling an important story here. Go. My mom bought me Babe on VHS. Oh, and when ouch. she bought it to me, I said, I'm not watching some dumb little kids movie. Oh. And I never watched it. Do you still oh have God. that like, actual DVD? Well, it's not a DVD. It was, it it was VHS. All right. I want you to bring this VHS with my you. My question and stands. apologize you to this VHS no. tape. And your mother. We're going to call her up. Yeah, actually, we should, oh, we should totally do that. We should do a live call-in. <laughs> We're Skyping in Miss Scanner. Well, not a live call-in. But <laughs> so a, she can chastise me for not watching Babe. Ivan! Did she watch the movie before she gave it to you? No, I think she just got me a movie called Babe. She's, She's like, walked in with a cigarette two, in her hand. There was like, hey, kid. Pig. You this, like kids' movies about pigs, speaking, right? Speaking of lightning in a bottle, there were two talking pigs movies this summer. The only time in the history is, you know, there probably have been two talking pigs movies. Pig movies. <laughs> is, this a, is, this a, is this a volcano Dante's Peak situation? This is, there was a movie called Gordy, I think, and then a movie called Babe. Is this a, is this a uh, deep impact Armageddon situation? <laughs> no, this is, this is. A 310 to Yuma no, and. Uh, whatever movie it was like, 310 to Yuma. Damn it. A, or, assassination of Jesse Jane, the things we no, Maybe. Those, those are way different, though. Again. Those are way different. No, those are way different. Was it more of like two a. Two talking um, pig movies. What are the chances? What about the, the illusionist and. There we um, go. The Prestige. Prestige. There, yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That, that, that's a very, a well, Bug's Life was and it a, Ants. Was it a Finding Nemo two, Shark Tale situation? There were two Truman Capote movies that came out within the same year. Yes. That's right. There that's were. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, it's yeah, just, this is just like that. Guys, this is our best was, it a, was it a White House down Olympus has fallen situation? <laughs> it was. There's a scene where, yeah, there's prisoners taken at the farm. And Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, George Miller produced and is, is rumored to have actually directed a lot of Babe. So, uh, you know, that, that's our connection. Okay. Did Just Whedon also regret my, this one? And that's, my, that's my big excuse for us finally doing Babe. And it was a summer movie. And like and we it's said, tw- it's going to be Dave Swan's And it's 20 years. So 20 years is a nice even number. Okay. So anyway, we're watching a damn pig movie next time. Yep. So, a talking uh, pig a movie. A talking pig right. movie. With a talking spider. A nude talking spider. I want you spider. guys to bring your feet and so that you can put them in your mouths. When, you know, <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I'll bring my feet next week. <laughs> I, can't, I can't avoid it. I just, I, they just seem to follow me everywhere I go. All right. Make sure you clean your feet is what I should have said. Okay. <laughs> so closing out this podcast, Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at MikeMirandi.com or on Twitter at Mike Morandi. I never tweet but if you want to find me there feel free you tweet every that, once in a while a, and every once in a while it's rare it, it comes to the top of my feet I'm like oh Mike tweeted today oh good for him that's, that's his tweet for this <laughs> month good for him David where can uh, people find you on Twitter Dave Glanz G-L-A-N-Z and DaveGlanzProductions.com and you can find me at Twitter at Ivan Kander that's K-A-N-D-E-R uh, my website is LuckyNineStudios.com and I'm an editor for ShortOfTheWeek.com so ShortOfTheWeek.com I don't do it with an Irish accent every day. Not, not anymore. <laughs> I think company I've, should have been named Can Do because it sounds like Candor. Can Do. Ivan Can Do. Can Do Productions. <laughs> yeah. No, because it's... Like, that is the worst. It is the worst. It is doo-doo. I guess. 
I should have gone with eye candy. My name's Eye Candor. That's true. I should have done eye candy. Then, you, then people would have thought you were like or a like apple, some kind of weird apple knockoff for like <laughs> something weird. The eye candor. <laughs> the eye candy. Let's not reflect on how bad my branding is, okay? Let's move on. If you want to uh, find us on the web, this bad. podcast, you can go to reviewedpodcast.com, facebook.com slash reviewedpodcast, and you can contact us at contact. Did you at contact us? Contact us awesome. at contact at reviewedpodcast.com. Damn, you have to put the explicit tag do, on that. Are you ready to do the S, speed, really? the speed theme? We did the Indiana Jones theme. I don't even know if I know it. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you were the first one to perform. That is the greatest Foley sound effect ever. <laughs> what is that? It sounds like a stereotype <laughs> of how a bottle should sound. There was 